Hey, we're back with another episode of the Brick House Podcast. I'm Bob Johnson. And I'm Matt Baker. Bob, if people want to get in touch with us, where can they do that? Well, you can tweet us at BrickHousePod or go to our website, BrickHousePodcast.com. Contact us through there. Email us, Bob or Matt, at BrickHousePodcast.com. If you like the show, you should rate and review us on iTunes. We really appreciate that. It helps us get towards the fun advertisements that we can read and all the other spoils of the podcasting world of the super incredible. Yes. <laughs> I'm really proud to announce the team we're previewing today. Who's that? The number four team. I put them at four, just resisting every urge Someone to put them at one. Someone had to be put at four. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're previewing the Los Angeles Clippers today, Matt. Bob, we know a lot of things here on Brickhouse, but one of the things we know is Doc Rivers loves signing players that have played for him, played well against him, or his wife has given birth to. Right. And they have three max contracts on the roster, uh, so that means that every year they have to switch the bench unit in and out, find pieces that fit, minimum contract veterans, late first-round picks who never see the court, et cetera, et cetera. Brandon Bass is added to the list of former Doc Coach Celtics players. Paul Pierce is going into his final NBA season. Jeff Green left in free agency. Doc's kind of looking for some help. So he reached out to a lot of players this summer uh, in his annual tradition of shoring up depth with veterans. This is apparently an annual tradition mm -hmm. that we just talked about. Uh, he got a lot of voicemails. So let's hear uh, some of the messages that he left. Awesome. Can't wait to hear that. This is a recording from Ray Allen's voicemail. Ray, it's Doc. Man, I've been thinking a lot about the time I hit that money in the ceiling of the locker room at the Staples Center. I told you guys we'd come back here and win a championship, and we're going to get that money back. You remember that? Ray, I'm calling for a favor. Ever since 2008, I've been hunting money in the ceiling of locker rooms. San Antonio, Golden State, Cleveland... I can't find it, Ray. My ceiling cash is bankrupt to me. It's causing problems at home. Help us win a title, Ray. Come join the team. I know you and Pierce don't get along, but put that mess behind you, man. We really need some inspiration this year. And Ray, if you don't join the team, can I borrow some money, dude? Help your old coach out, Ray. This one's from Kevin Garnett's phone. Ubuntu, KG. Doesn't that mean all for one and one for all? It's hard for me to think that with me here on the West Coast and you all the way up there in Minnesota, who lives in Minnesota? That didn't work out too well for Prince. Kevin, the truth is, guys can really use you. We're all afraid of Chris Paul. He yelled at my wife, Kev. She made eye contact with him while she was chewing, and he says it was disrespectful. Damn, Taffy. But we know you can handle him. Play for the team. Be my assistant. Be a ball boy for all I care. Oh shit, I think I hear him coming. Help me out, KG. Here's Brian Scalabrini's phone. Hey, this is Brian. Scal, sup, man? Didn't think you'd pick up the phone. Doc, is that you? I'm pretty free, actually. Perfect, Scal. We need you in training camp. Really? Nah, man. KG bet me you wouldn't think I was serious. You just won me some ceiling cash. See you, buddy. Kind of surprised Doc didn't reach out to Tracy McGrady and Grant Hill while he was at it. Yeah. Oh, Grant Hill already played for the Clippers. Oh, that's <laughs> I, I forgot about that. 
T-Mac uh, is too busy playing baseball, or was. Sugarland Skeeters. Yeah, T-Mac's been on a good show with Rachel Nichols, too. The, oh, that's right. The Jump. I enjoy that show. Yeah. Let's talk about the changes or lack thereof the Clippers made this year. They left, they, not left, Jeff Green left, Cole Aldridge left. <laughs> they left Jeff Green at the altar. <laughs> yeah, Pablo Prigioni, C.J. Wilcox, Brandon Dawson. They brought in Ray Felton, Mo Spates, Brandon Bass, and drafted Bryce Johnson and Diamond Stone. Yeah, they also signed Darrell Wright just recently. Really? Mm-hmm. I missed that on my... Oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah, they really doubled down on signing Crawford and Rivers to a whopping $78 million combined between the two of them. All stats really point to the two of those guys being overpaid, but the Clippers really didn't have much of a choice. That's the sticky situation of spending a lot of money is you can go, you can hit, when you have, if you have players' bird rights or whatever, you can sign them over the cap, but mm-hmm. then you can't use that money if you're already over the cap to go over the cap. I, I don't know if I'm, ex- you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. That's why they have, that's, that's why you get stuck with Austin rivers or I don't want to say stuck with Jamal Crawford. Cause we are a pro Jamal Crawford podcast. Absolutely. But 14 million is more than I think you, anyone else would have given him. Yeah. You know, for those who say that Jamal Crawford is not efficient and only getting worse, as someone who's watched like 95% of the Clippers games the past yeah. four years, Jamal Crawford, the, the Clippers bench without Jamal Crawford is completely inefficient. Oh, it's there's broken. No, right. There's no question that he's, he is the bench guy. He runs their entire show. He really yeah. does. Let's get into this starting lineup. And now the starting lineup for your Los Angeles Clippers. My favorite player in the NBA, Chris Paul, CP3, mm-hmm. PG. Right. Second greatest point guard of all time, my opinion. Seems just like it feels just like yesterday that I had a picture of him at Wake Forest on my wall in college. Yeah. JJ Reddick at shooting guard. Man, the interview, Chris Paul was on JJ Reddick's podcast. I downloaded it, haven't listened yet. Let me give you a little spoiler. One of my favorite tidbits. J.J. Redick asked Chris Paul, would you say it's fair to say that we hated each other when we played against each other in college? Yeah, did they? Chris Paul's answer was, he calls J.J. Redick bubs. Yeah. He says, well, bubs, hate is a very strong word. And in this case, I would say the appropriate one. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Luke and Bob Mute, I project, will probably start at small forward again. Or Wesley Johnson. Wesley Johnson, they just gave a new contract to. Yeah. Gave them uh, Matt Barnes money. Sure. Blake Griffin, power forward, back, hopefully a hand and leg is ready to go. And first team all NBA center, DeAndre Mm -hmm. Jordan. Olympic gold medalist. Olympic brothel visitor, accidentally. At at one point, 
the Clippers and Warriors played in the preseason, and the Clippers got the snot beat out of them. I think at one point DeAndre Jordan's plus minus in the game was like minus fifty. I saw that it was. Yeah. It ended up being negative fifty-one. That's insane. It, which I mean, it's preseason. We're not. I try not to look too much into preseason. Right. I did see though that the starting lineup of Paul Reddick, Imba Mute, Griffin, and Jordan only had the best net rating of any lineup that played more than two hundred fifty minutes last year. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. You bump down the minutes requirement and a few pop up, most notably the the death lineup on the Warriors. But yeah. pretty good. I'm comparing the Clippers, my favorite basketball team, to the TV show You're the Worst. Probably okay. my favorite comedy on TV right now. Okay. My wife and I met the show creator Stephen Falk in uh, Austin at the Austin Film Festival a couple years ago. That's cool. Before the show even came out, and he told not just us, but a room full of people, you know, that the show was basically about two shitheads who fall in love, and we follow them and their love story, knowing full well that it's not going to work out for them in the end. Right. The actual theme song of the show, I don't know if you've seen it. No. It's just, I'm going to leave you anyway. I'm going to leave it just over and over. <laughs> yeah. Really makes me think of the Los Angeles Clippers and how we're tricked into caring so much for Gretchen and Jimmy and you're the worst. And right. CP3 and Blake, in my case, Lob City, followed them through their years and, and just know full well they're probably going to break my hearts unless Steph Curry or something breaks his ankle. Sure. But I don't know where these guys would even go. I think that... I'm just banking on, as a Clippers fan that they're all addicted to living in Los Angeles. Yeah. Blake's got his pitch man stuff. He's starting to do stand-up comedy. JJ has his podcast. Yeah, he's got the podcast. He likes living near the beach. Chris just moved to Calabasas. Maybe he'll get tired of the commute. Or maybe he gets a helicopter like Kobe. <laughs> yeah. That's what he needs. That's true. I mean, they can all go and make the same amount of money elsewhere. But as a team, include Reddick in there. The four of them is a pretty solid four that can compete with pretty much anyone, as evidenced by our number four ranking. Yeah, they're awesome. I just totally fear J.J. Reddick's ability to re-sign with the team, though, because he's been playing so well. Right. Our friend of the show, Julian, has been telling me that that's who he expects the Minnesota Timberwolves to go after in yeah. free agency. But at the same time, Steve Ballmer was on J.J.'s podcast. He's good friends with Paul Allen, who just forked over a ton of money to keep all of his players in, right. in uh, Portland. You know, he even signed Evan Turner and Festus Azili, a couple other guys, too, and all still managed to stay. I guess he's like, probably exceeding the cap and paying tax bill payer dollars. But he paid $2 billion for the team. Sure. And he's worth like $40 billion or yeah. so. What's an what's an extra few to JJ Reddick? He had you on his podcast, man. Right, yeah, hundred million dollars, and you can make that up if you win the championship. Either way, you know, I don't want to think too far long term, but it would definitely be worse to see these guys go. The only other thing I could possibly imagine is Chris Paul joining up with the the super team that LeBron and Dwayne Wade have talked about. Yeah, that I don't know. That seems that doesn't seem like a thing that's going to happen. On that note, let's talk about their record prediction. Record prediction. They finished 53 and 29 last year. The previous 3 seasons they actually had 56 wins or more. 
And I'm personally predicting that they tie their franchise record at 57 and 25 this year. Yeah, I have 56 and 26, so so close. Close to you. Yeah, hopefully you, that's good enough for second place in the West. Would you take that as a Clippers fan? 56? Second, second place in the West is what I'm hoping for yeah. as a Clippers fan. Just waiting until the conference finals where Chris Paul has never been. See if he turns it on. Just so he can get there. Yeah. And right. ha- have that chance to play one more series to get to the finals. Right. See if and Paul Pierce throws in a few old school Paul Pierce moments, like hitting game winners and stuff. Yeah, well, I'm not expecting that much. But the the San Antonio Spurs, at least last year, didn't look like the team that could beat the Warriors. Whereas I think the Clippers really could, especially uh-huh. if something just broke right for them. Right. Second seed in the West play the Spurs in the conference semifinals or whoever is in that third seed. Sure. Hopefully Portland or someone else. The David Lee Spurs. Got it. Right. More on that soon. Yeah, so let's just get into it. How are they going to beat the damn San Francisco monkey on their back? If you're going to beat San Francisco Blake and DeAndre, 20 points, 20 rebound games each. DeAndre definitely is an advantage pretty much against almost any team in the NBA, but especially one that starts Zaza Pachulia. Right. I say they do whatever they did the, the, like the seventh game into the season when they took a 20-point first-half lead on the Warriors before an epic collapse that included a Steph Curry vine making CP3 fall over with yeah. a crossover. He really just stepped on his foot is what happened. Sure, sure, I'm, sure. I'm kind of a CP apologist. I gotcha. Matt, the Clippers really scare me into thinking they're going to break my heart again. I've It's been so many years in a row, but I love it anyways. going to always keep doing it. Yeah. Makes me want to ask you a personal anecdote sure, question. Sure. And now it's time for a personal anecdote with Matt Baker. What's your biggest sports heartbreak of all time? Uh I know what you're thinking, and you're thinking it would be the ninety three Suns finals. Right. But it it's actually the nineteen ninety seven Rose Bowl when Arizona State lost to Ohio State. Um there was a chance so whoever the number one team in the nation was had lost. So writers and people were saying that if ASU won, they would vote ASU as national champions that year because they were undefeated. Wow. They took the lead in the last minute or the last few minutes, and Ohio State scored with 20 seconds left to to snatch it away from them. That is heartbreaking. The reason it's more heartbreaking is because I was 
I was only eight or nine when the Suns lost, and I remember it well. But being four years older, I remember the gut-wrenching heartbreak of Arizona State losing much more. Well, that's a tough one, man. When you ask me this question, you know, in our previews five years from now, I hope I don't say the 2016-2017 <laughs> Clippers. Yeah. That Kyrie Irving shot at the buzzer, man. Oh, that would actually be good enough. That Damian Lillard first-round exit, man. On the next episode of Brick House. A team that I ranked ahead of my beloved Clippers. This team lost one of the greatest players of all time, but returned to the exact same place as last year in our Brick House preseason rankings. I think their current coach may have coached his team longer than all of the other Western Conference coaches combined. Oh, with wow. With their current teams. Wow. You'll find out answers, more questions, more entertainment on the next episode of Brick House.